This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the world's largest collection of audiobooks, as well as other spoken word content, such as college lectures, Audible originals, and dramatized books and old school radio programs, as well as some collection of radio programs that have been released on Audible, talk shows, for example. Now, I highly, highly recommend it because you can get some great books like the three books, which I'm going to be mentioning in the next upcoming podcast, which are John Maxwell's 21 Laws of Leadership, Bob Berg's The Go-Giver, and Daniel Rabbi Lepin's Thou Shall Prosper, 10 Commandments of Making Money. I forgot the title there for a moment. It's a long title, sorry. But it's a great place to go to get information about business, about leadership, about personal growth. And when you need a break, you can just relax with a good novel, like one of my favorites I'm listening to right now, which is The Oath by Frank E. Peretti, which is a great book. Go check it out. And you can get any of these books that I just recommended over at audible.com forward slash bootstrap for free with your free 30-day trial. You get one book, you get two Audible originals, and these three titles you get to keep forever, even after your trial period, you keep them no matter what, which is really, really cool. And then you also, during this trial, get access to the Audible streaming service for the entire 30 days. You can cancel at any time, and afterwards, it's only $14.95 a month. It's amazing. I've got around 130-odd some titles. I, I've lost count. And uh, one of my friends, a guy named Dave, he's got even more titles than me, and I got him. I told him about Audible one time. I gave him one book, and he was hooked. Anyway, go check it out, audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B. And now, let's get into this. So today I'm going to go back to the the five laws of stratospheric success by Bob Berg and John David Mann coming from the book The Go-Giver. Today I'm going to talk about the law of influence. The law of influence states your influence is deti- is determined by how abundantly you place others people, other people's interest first. I cannot read tonight. I am sorry. Anyway, it's pretty simple. The more influence you have is not so much how much money you have, not how much power you have. Yeah, there is some form of influence there. But you know what? I I filled out this personally as a leader. I was an assistant manager at Radio Shack. And I had a guy who absolutely had zero respect for me. 
Now, granted, this guy had some issues with leadership, and he had some issues with honesty, and that's beside the point. But I was the assistant manager, he was an associate, and he absolutely had zero respect for me. And long story short, he left for some time. He quit to go off to college or something for the summer, and he came back to work. And when he came back to work, one of the very first days he came back in, I pulled him aside, and because I was upset with the way he had handled things before when he worked there, I let him know in no uncertain terms that he had to respect and listen to me or else. And I probably did not approach that in a very nice, polite manner. Yeah, you live and learn. So, he never did respect me. He never respected me because I was the assistant manager. He never had any respect for me whatsoever. And we continued to clash heads. Now, the problem is I did not care about him enough to influence him. Now, this is just a small macro thing. This is a small area. And I did not think about what this guy's needs were. I did not think about his needs as a salesperson, his needs as an employee, anything like that. I tried to just lord over my position over him, and it backfired. I generally did not like to do this. This guy was kind of an exception, but I still didn't handle it right. Because I got so frustrated with his attitude, I did not look to see underlying things and really look forward in taking care of him. Now, John Maxwell, in The 21 Laws of Leadership, talks about a similar situation, which he handled in a much better way. He took over a church as a pastor, and there was one guy who had influence in the church. He was the main guy that influenced the church. He was an older guy in his 60s, and he had a lot of influence in the church, and people listened to him. And apparently, there was quite a few times where he butted hands with the former butted heads with the former pastor and they just did not like each other and it was a fight back and forth and it was just rough now john maxwell had heard about this and decided okay this guy has a lot of influence in the church and i can go in and i can fight this guy back and forth and it's going to be a pain in the butt and it's going to be bad for everyone around or i can handle this in a better way. And he handled it in a much better way. He went to him and he talked to him and said, you know what, I want to be on your side. You have influence and let's talk about it. I don't want to fight you. I want to work with you. I can't remember the exact thing. Gotta go check out the book, The 21 Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. I will be reviewing that book fairly shortly, by the way, and I'm re I have reached out to him, hopefully to get him on the podcast. No response yet, but we'll try. Anyway, so he showed the guy that he cared. He worried about his concerns, and he talked to him in a friendly manner. He did not lord his position over him, and he joined him. He came on his side, and he actually worked wonderfully with the guy for the next 10 or 15 years or so when the guy did eventually pass away because he was an older guy. But that being said, his influence 
did not come from his position. His influence came from him caring about the other guy's interest as well as his own. So, very powerful. So, but what does this mean on the grand scale? Well, let's jump over to a quote from the Rabbi Daniel Lepin, which is this. Let's go find it. Oop. Wrong one. Let's go see. Okay, here it is. Here's something he says about influence. If we build into ourselves a deep understanding and conviction that serving the needs of other human beings is the reason we profit, the reason we earn money is because we are focused on serving the needs of other people. Other people will see this. We must commit ourselves to these convictions. Then, and only then, will the money follow. The money comes automatically. Daniel Lipin. So, one thing as I have listened to the 21 Laws of Leadership after interviewing Bob Berg and after doing the, listening to the, and I also listened to the book, Thou Shalt Prosper by Daniel, Rabbi, Rabbi Daniel LePen. These are solid laws. All these laws, these five laws, are in the Ten Commandments, make money, thou shalt prosper. They are referenced mostly in the 21 Laws of Leadership as well. Not all of them, but most of them. And the, that, they're universal. They cross, they cross boundaries they're for everybody on Earth. doesn't matter where you are. These are very important. And in history, if you look back, you see successful people in history following these laws. So, it's very important. Now, let's jump back into a little bit. I've been quoting. What does it mean to place other people's needs first? It doesn't mean that you're a footstool, that you give them everything and you just let them beat you up. No. It's a general care to take care of other people. If people know that you care and you are really trying to fill a need, then they will really feel good about doing business with you and their influence and you will influence them because you care. Think about it. Have you ever gone into, say, a car lot, a used car lot and talk to a salesperson? And you get the overall feeling that all they care about is making their quota and not getting you the right car. Oh, I've done this. Anyone that's gone shopping for cars has met these people. It's a pain in the butt. You don't like it. Or even worse, if you've ever gone to a timeshare presentation. I have, and they put so much pressure on you to buy. Whether it's a good buy for you or not. I don't think it is, and I worked for a timeshare. But, yeah, a high-pressure salesman does not get this. Sure, they'll make their sales, because they push and push and push. But that doesn't always, it's not always effective. And it really can push people back. And people, oftentimes, that get a lot of pressure, sure, they might buy in the moment, but they'll return the product, they'll return the service. They want their money back, 
and they're not going to recommend their friends to you. It can be really, really bad. I know, I've seen it. I've been there. But on the other hand, have you ever gone into a shop? Maybe it's an electronics shop. Maybe it's a sports shop, fishing store, whatever. Where you're talking to the guy and the person really loves what they do. And they really want to help you succeed in whatever you're trying to do. And they get really excited about you being successful in whatever you're trying to fix, the problem you fix. That's great. The more people realize and feel like you care about them, the more they're going to be willing to do business with you. And it's not just business. This is all of life. If you want to influence anybody, they need to know that you care first. What is the phrase? People don't know what you don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And it's so true. And on that point, I almost forgot. I remind myself. I do thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I really am happy that you're here to listen to me ramble. It does make me happy. I am hoping that I'm you're finding value. I'm a positive influence in you guys. I am so thankful. It really makes me happy to know that some people are listening and hopefully getting some great stuff out of this. So thank you so much. And let's continue. So, when a person really cares, then you can sense it. And the more they care, the more willing you are to listen to them and help them out. And just to give you an idea, here's a good example. Now, my brother and my dad, for a few years ago, were running a karaoke night. They had the karaoke machine, they had all the songs, they had the song list, they had the venue, and they were running karaoke nights. Now, there was another guy in town who also ran karaoke nights, and he was kind of a rival. And the thing was, my dad and my brother, yeah, they didn't really like the guy, but they weren't really trying to compete against him. They were just doing their own thing. And they started a Facebook page. They took pictures of people. They highlighted people on the Facebook page. They talked to them. They hung out with the people. They made it really easy for the people to come and sing. They had lots of songbooks that they could choose from. Multiple copies spread all around. People could come up and hang out with them and talk to them. They were just open and and just friendly. And people liked that, and their karaoke show grew and grew. And they did a really good job for quite some time. Now, the other guy, however, he ran karaoke because he liked to sing. He liked to sing and show off how well he sang. And I saw this in person. I went to a show and watched it, and I, I picked up on it immediately. Somebody walked up too close to him with a drink, and he said, Get back! Away from my equipment! Now! Just really mean about it. Really bossy. He only had one song book that people had to pass around and wait for. He really could show... was very proud to show off his singing voice. Okay. Sure. And he had a karaoke show. And he did okay, because when he was one of the only shows in town, but as soon as he got competition, he started getting more upset. 
And the thing was, there was competition, but it was on a different night. My dad and brother had their karaoke show on a different night than this guy. So it wasn't like they were even in direct competition. People could go to both shows if they felt like it. The only problem was sometimes people would save money because they wanted to drink more at one show. And so, yeah, they would kind of not go to a show because money issues. But it wasn't like my brother and my dad were directly competing with them on the same day even. However, this other guy slowly started to lose customers. People, Less and less people started showing up for this guy's show. And they were going to my dad's show. Until one night, this guy got really upset and got mad at his customers for daring to go to another person's show. And he got up there and he said, how dare you guys? Don't you know how much money I spend on you guys? I know I buy all this. I buy the books. I buy the songs and you have to help me support. You know how much money I'm losing because of you guys not showing up. That obviously taint his show. One lady had been going to both shows and had told my dad that while she was at the shows, do not take any pictures of her. And if you got her in a picture, to blur her out and not let her picture go on Facebook because she didn't want to offend this other guy. She didn't want him to know that she was going to both shows. But that night, the next day, she went to my dad. She goes, he was such a jerk. He was so mean to us. Please take my picture and put it on the front page of the Facebook thing. I want my face right in the center. You see, my dad and my brother actually cared about the people. Sure, they liked to sing, but they enjoyed karaoke. They had fun with it. They started the show because they had fun with it. And they liked the people they hung out with. Sure, they were. it was business and they were making money and they were working the show, of course. But the biggest thing was they would hang out with the people there and they cared about the people. They were friends. They had a little kind of little group there going on. And they were more successful and they had a lot more influence because they cared. They put the other people first. They didn't care if their songbook disappeared or got destroyed. They would just make another one. No big. They didn't care if someone walked up with a drink. Yeah, sure, it could have damaged some equipment. That would have been bad, but the people were more important than the equipment, and so they showed it. So they cared. So my dad and my brother were using the law of influence, and they didn't even realize it. So when you abundantly place other people's interests first, when you take care of other people, they are going to want to help you out, listen to you. And they will be influenced by you. They'll come to you. And I've had customers and places I've gone, customer service, where that was the case. At one phone store, the manager and the employees at this phone store for years took such good care of me and really took care of my needs that every time I need a new phone, every time I need help, and every time I needed to tell somebody of where to go, I would send them to these guys because they took care of my needs. They had a huge amount of influence on me because they took care of me. So that's how that works. Anyway, I can ramble on and on about this all night. So I'm getting a little bit rambly these days. Been working a lot on the side. So 
hopefully I will be getting a little bit better schedule. So I'll have a little bit more time to plan these out a little bit better. You guys have a great day. Coming soon. Next time all goes well, we will be having the good Rabbi Daniel Lapin coming on to the show on Tuesday, and that'll be great. And speaking of, it looks like hopefully all goes well pretty soon. I will also be having my dad, who I just talked about, come on the show. We'll be talking about him being an entrepreneur and the things he's done and how he's influenced me and helped me out. Because I do have a lot of respect for my dad. He really helped me become the man I am today. Anyway, that's a lot of influence. Talk to you later. See you next week. Bye-bye. If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www. A-T-H-E-O-Z.com or A-The-Oz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.